Welcome to the Amore Magazine podcast here on AmoreMagazine.com. On this episode, I talked to Kimberly Caldwell, who finished in the top 10 of the second season of American Idol. She's gone on to become a correspondent on several TV shows, including a hosting gig on the TV Guide Network. In April, her debut album, Without Regret, is set to be released on Vanguard Capital Records. Her first single, Desperate Girls and Stupid Boys, is now available on iTunes. Here's my interview with Kimberly Caldwell. So your debut album, Without Regret, is finally coming out in April. Talk about the new album and what we can expect from it. Yeah, well, the the single, I just am so excited. We wait and we found the single. Um, I just think it has a, a great message. I know that the title might sound a little harsh, Desperate Girls and Stupid Boys, but um, actually the whole premise of the song is, you know, about not really allowing yourself to make someone a priority when they're only making you an option. And I have five little sisters, and so, you know, I try to um, try to attempt to be a good role model. Um, but when it comes to the album, you know, I, I feel like I have a lot of different personalities and a lot of different perspectives on life, and so I'm glad that with this album, it's not just, um, you know, the songs don't all sound the same. They're all very different. It's very eclectic, and um, I think there's kind of a little bit of, of me uh, in each of the songs, and I was lucky enough to be able to be a writer on for the songs as well. And then other writers that are on the album that I'm a huge fan of are Carrie Guardi, Chad Kroger from Nickelback, um, and a lot, I mean, most of the songs on the album are really empowering songs, and even if they're heartbreak songs, they're ones that'll, you know, tear you up while you're listening to them and then pick you back up at the end. Okay, and uh, can it ever be reversed where you have um, uh, Stupid Girls and Desperate Boys? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. I truly believe that we've all been desperate and stupid, and you know, and we're all from here on out going to have those moments. But hopefully, we can limit them. You know. Right, right. So uh, it's a good lesson for girls and boys, no matter what side you're on. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's universal. Okay. <laughs> all right. And uh, when you first appeared on American Idol, you were much younger. So, do you think that um, that even though you didn't win, that that was the right time for you to appear on the show? Um, you know, I, I truly believe, uh, and everything happens for a reason. My 83-year-old grandma has been pounding it into my head since I was very little. Um, and I think that makes, uh, you know, life a lot easier, believing that. Um, you know, it, it's funny because it's, I, I think, you know, if I were to go in now, uh, it would be so much different. The outcome would be so much different. But, you know, if I hadn't have lost and if I hadn't have been in L.A. for the last eight years, I wouldn't have learned everything that I've learned, you know, and it was kind of my stepping stone uh, into Los Angeles. Even though I've been performing professionally since I was 11 and on a stage since I was five, you know, I don't really know if anything kind of prepares you for for uh, something like that. Yeah, and, uh, and you went on the uh, American Idol national tour shortly after appearing on the show. So how was that experience, you know, to start performing in such large arenas as opposed to you know, starting in small venues and working your way up. Really funny how, how uh, you know, my life has been. And, you know, for when I was little, I performed from 11 to uh, probably 14, 15 every day of my life, two shows a day, six days a week for, you know, a 2,300-seater. Uh, and we sold out a lot of the shows. And then I went from singing there to singing on a, on a patio of a seafood kitchen restaurant to 10 people a night out in the cold. Um, and then I would, you know, and then I went to perform on American Idol, the biggest show in America for millions and millions of people, and got to go on this 
unbelievable tour that is now the ultimate dream, you know, it's, yeah. it's where I want to be. And then, of course, now uh, getting started back into music as a new artist, you know, I'm, I'm playing small venues for the, the um, radio station listeners. And so it's really funny how my life is kind of roller coastered, but I think that keeps me sane and I think it kind of keeps me grounded, um, you know, going from extreme to, uh, to down home kind of stuff. Uh, but the ultimate dream in my future is to do my own tour and be on my own tour, and I would love to hop on a summer tour uh, opening for someone um, this next summer. But it was the most unbelievable feeling to watch out and walk out, and, and I actually came up on a, on a lift, on a riser, on a Harley, believe it or not. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really cool, and it was definitely the full, hardcore, real tour experience. You know, I... Yeah play the full uh, hour or two, but, you know, I got to be in a lot of the group numbers and, and got to do my own segment uh, performing, and it's, you know, it's definitely unforgettable, and when people ask me about my, my most memorable and favorite time on Idol, for the entire Idol experience, um, you know, the tour had to be the, the best out of everything. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure that's when you actually see, you know, how much of an impact the show does have, you know, across the, exactly. the country when you're out there you on tour. The faces that watch you and vote for you and, yeah. and you know, really have your back. And, um, you know, I really got to bond with all of my other uh, finalists, which were unbelievable. You know, there's yeah. such good people, and, and, you know, I'm still friends with them to this day. And it's just the, the grueling schedule and the grind of waking up and getting on a bus and going to the next city and... Doing and doing a sound check and then doing a show and then packing up and leaving. I I absolutely love that kind of schedule and yeah. um, I think that's you know hopefully going to be a part of my future. Yeah, uh, and your sister. Uh, you talked about you know your sisters earlier and uh, one of your sisters and your friends you know make a cameo in Desperate Girls and Stupid Boys the video. Um, so does she sing as well and does she want to follow the same path as you? Well, um, it's so funny because we've always talked about you know music videos, and we're like, oh, if I get to have friends, you guys have to be my friends in the video. Yeah. Um, and the other girl that was in the video is one of our best friends from Texas, so I've known her for years and years. Um, my little sister, when we when I started singing, actually followed in my footsteps and started singing as well, and we would do duets together, and we were in a group called the Showbiz Kids, and we um, performed together all over the place, and we actually modeled together for... Uh, quite a long time as well, and then, um, and then it just kind of got to the point where I knew I wanted to keep going and I wanted to make it into something. And she um, really uh, fell in love with animals, and so she has become a vet tech and going back to school now to be uh, a veterinarian. But has lived with me out in Los Angeles since I think a year after Idol. You know, we've always been a, a huge part of each other's lives and. She um, she brings home animals all the time, and we rehabilitate animals in the house, actually. But she is definitely my biggest fan and, you know, always has been, but definitely lets me know that I'm not too cool so I never get a big head. Yeah, yeah. Um, she keeps you grounded. Okay, outside of your career, uh, what do you do to relax or get away from it all? What are some of your hobbies or, or things to do outside of the business? Uh, I just love being with my girls and my friends and the people that have kind of always been there for me. Okay. You know, it's good and bad, and uh, it was just my birthday this last weekend, and so my mom flew in town, and and uh, my little sisters went out with us, and my best girlfriend, Tunde, who's in the video, and we all just went out and had, like, my favorite 
sushi and sake and had a blast. And then the next day um, went shopping. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to do is, like, antique shopping and, and flea market shopping and stuff like that. So we got to do a little bit of that, play some card games, and then just, like, catch up and laugh and be, you know, be silly. And you've done some on- on-air hosting for TV Guide. Um, do you want to do more of that as time goes on? And you've also done a little acting, so do you want to get you know into TV shows or doing some movies as well? Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I love to do a little bit of everything, and I was fortunate enough to get the hosting jobs in between Idol and in between uh, getting my deal. But um, I actually just finished wrapping a pilot for um, the E! Channel and uh, waiting to hear on if it's a go or not in the next couple weeks. Uh-huh. And uh, and then I have a couple other things in the works that I might be hosting that are singing shows. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something that I really enjoy doing and something that uh, feels natural to me. But, at the you know, at the end of the day, I think that singing is definitely my, my number one goal. And I've done a few acting things, and it's really amazing to be on, on a movie set and on a TV set. And I just think it's all uh, very interesting. And very impressive how how it all works and how it all runs. Knowing what you know now and being where you are in life, is there any piece of advice that you can give to somebody who's a young singer that wants to follow in your footsteps? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that it's like everybody hears the same words over and over, so I don't think the words really hold that much meaning anymore. It almost sounds like a cliche, but it's kind of like, you know, own who you are and put it out there. And if people don't like it, you know, then that's, maybe a good thing <laughs> yeah uh if you just keep putting yourself out, out and out and believing in who you are and doing your own thing then um you know i think that confidence kind of rubs off on people and uh sooner or later they're gonna have to believe in you okay if you could do anything over would you or are you happy with how it all played out and uh, do you have any regrets well um I, I attempt to not live without regret, you know, like I yeah. think my grandma has ingrained into my head, um, you know, everything happens for a reason, and so instead of taking my mistakes and making the mistakes, I try to think of them as learning lessons and just put them into my future, you know, and of course there's, I, I w- would want to go back and overanalyze everything that I've ever done, but, you know, that'll make somebody crazy, and as fast as my life moves and um, where it's headed, I just try to just stay focused on the future instead of the past. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you doing this, Kimberly, and taking the time to do this. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That was singer and former American Idol star Kimberly Caldwell. Her debut album, Without Regret, on Vanguard Capital Records, will be released in April. You can check out more about Kimberly on her website, KimberlyCaldwell.com. Until next time, this is the Amore Magazine podcast here on AmoreMagazine.com.